And as we look back on 2018, there's two really important questions that I want to ask you. First, where was it that you made the biggest impact? And secondly, what was it that absolutely sucked your soul? Hello and welcome to Conscious Business. Well, it's that time of year, isn't it? It's time for holiday parties, for lots of eating, for lots of drinking, lots of visiting, lots of holiday parties. And my personal favorite thing, it's time for goal setting. I know, being a coach, being a super nerd, it is just an exciting time of the year to have a fresh new year to look forward to. Now, I want to share a few stats around goal setting that are going to knock your socks off. And if you don't already goal set, you're going to want it this year. Did you know that only 3% of adults have clearly written down goals? And as a result, these people accomplish 5 to 10 times more than people of equal or better education who, for whatever reason, don't take the time to write out exactly what they want. Shocking, isn't it? Here's another stat. Goals are 42% more likely to be achieved if you actually write them down. That's a, that's a really big one. 42% more likely to actually happen by simply writing them down. So if you're like me and you love Think and Grow Rich, the Napoleon Hill book, or any other book really around money or money mindset, you'll know that the most popular advice ever given around shifting your energy around money or your earning potential is getting clear on a specific number that you want to achieve or accomplish or earn and writing that down. And not only writing it down every morning and every night, but also having it up somewhere on your vision board or visually where you can connect with and really see that goal. It's so viscerally important, not only to get clear and write it down, but to keep rewriting it every single day. So this is a really, really important thing to do is to set goals in December. And no, I don't believe that you can do it in January. You need to do it now. You need to get clear on what you want going into January so that when that New Year's Day rolls around, you are ready to hit the ground running and bring your dreams to life. So in this episode, we're going to do part one of a two-part series on goal setting. Today, we're going to focus on reflecting. And I'm going to be honest with you, the majority of people skip out on this part of goal setting. They just dive right into listing out all the things that they want, things that they want to do differently next year, things that they want to leave behind for next year. But this reflection part is the most important part because this is where you really get to gather intelligence of what worked and what didn't work in this year. So we figure out what made your heart sing and what sucked your soul. So here's a look at what you're going to go through and learn today. First, we're going to walk through the important step of reflecting. I'm going to take you through some important questions that you need to answer to reflect on 2018. 
Then in the second segment, I'm going to explain exactly why reflecting is such a critical, important part of goal setting. And in the third segment, we're going to reflect on your core values and your purpose. And if needed, we're going to give you a little bit of a tune-up. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So the one common mistake that I see so often with goal setting is that everyone sits down and they are so excited to just jump in, look forward to the new year, and list out all the things that they want to accomplish. And I get it. I totally get it. It's a fresh new year. It's exciting. It's a clean slate. And it's this opportunity to really reinvent yourself, to do things differently, to have big expectations. But... But if you really, really want this next year to be successful, to be different, then you have to take the time to reflect on the previous year. And no, I'm not being a killjoy. This is really, really important. We do this for a couple of reasons. First, it helps us to really appreciate everything that we accomplished. You know, I really want you to appreciate everything that you got done this year. I want you to give yourself a pat on the back. And you know, I have to say this across the board with my clients, they are all high achievers and so often they're programmed to just do, do, do and go forward and do that next big thing. But it's so rare that people take time and actually appreciate what it was that they accomplished in the previous year. So that's what we're going to take the time to do. And not just things that you accomplished, but also strategic decisions that you made. Things that you did do, yes, but also things that you chose not to do. That's equally important. We also reflect because it gives us a chance to pay attention to recycled goals. Now, recycled goals are things that are on your list that didn't get done. And quite often, they made an appearance on the previous year's list, (laughs) they are what I like to call should goals, which means that they're actually things that you don't really want to do, but you think you should do. They could be items that are someone else's agenda or things that you think will make you happy, but won't actually make you happy. Things driven from your head, not your heart. So, These are a really important thing to pay attention to. Anything that didn't happen this year, let's figure out why. Was it something that was on your your list just this year or has it been making a reoccurring theme in the past few years? So I want to ask you a few important questions as we reflect on 2018. Now, I'm warning you, you know I'm a coach. These are going to be super concentrated, really juicy questions that make you think. And so if you want, you can maybe pause this episode, jot these questions down, and then go back to them when you really have time to think deeply about the answers. And they're broken into three different categories. So there are questions around doing, around being, and around feeling. All right, so it's three different categories. Let's start with the first one. The first category of questions are around doing. So this is about things that you accomplished this year. So I have five questions here that I'm going to ask you. Are you ready? Take a deep breath. All right. What were your biggest accomplishments in 2018? Good. Okay. What goals 
didn't you achieve and why? Question number three. What good decisions or also tough decisions did you make this year? Question four. Where did you fail? Ooh, that's a tough one, right? Punch in the gut. Number five. What were your biggest surprises? All right, so that's the five questions in doing. Now let's move on to the questions around being, and this is around how you showed up in 2018. I have three questions for you in this section. Number one, how were you brave in 2018? Number two, what lessons did you learn this year? And question number three, where did you play small or hold back this year? All right. Now let's go to the third set of questions. Now these are, these are the good ones. These are the feeling questions. I've got five questions here for you. Number one, how could you have played bigger this year? Number two, where did you have the biggest impact? Number three, what brought you the most joy this year? Number four, what activities sucked your soul? And number five, how could 2018 have been even more fun? All right, so that's the three sections of questions. Now, reflecting on 2018, everything that you accomplished this year, how you grew, what you realized, what you learned, the impact that you had, I want you to do this. I want you to pick a theme that represents this year. Now, there's no right or wrong with this theme. I want you to simply pick something that really encapsulates this year and represents what you've been through. So think of this as a theme for a movie or a soundtrack. Here's a few examples as a reference point. So it could be building a foundation. It could be a year of surprises. It could be a year of disappointments. It could be a year of saying yes. Or it could be something simple like, this was a year of coming back to the basics. Now, to be honest here, there's no right or wrong way to pick a theme. It could be just one word. It could be just growth. It could be something literal. It could be figurative. You could use the left brain. You could use the right brain. You can mash them up. You can do whatever you want. As long as it resonates to you to really reflect back on this year and pick what that theme is. Now, if you were with me the previous year in the podcast, we actually went through this in the goal setting process last year. I asked you to pick a theme that you wanted to really charge into 2018. And what I love doing is taking this time to match up where we ended off the year compared to what we thought the year was going to hold for us. Because that alone right there is a lot of intelligence that tells us, you know, that sometimes life doesn't always go according to plan. Sometimes it does, and that is awesome. And sometimes it doesn't, and that's okay too. But if we don't take the time to recognize why, that's where you really miss out. That's where the failure happens. Not because things didn't go according to plan, but because you didn't take time to notice 
that they didn't go according to plan because then you can't go into the next year and do things differently. All right, in the last segment, I asked you some really juicy questions about what happened in 2018. Now, before I move on, I really want you to mine the intelligence from all those questions. And if possible, take a day or two to really reflect on your answers for these questions. I find um, sometimes with this process, it's good to write them out and just write a few bullets under each. And then as you kind of mull over these questions and get along with your day, head up for a big walk, have your workout, whatever it is, you reflect back in a day or two and you're going to have even more things to add to those questions as bullets or answers. And you're going to have a lot of realizations and aha moments. So really give yourself some time to reflect and think deeply on what happened and the good, the bad, the ugly, right? So all these answers that you have, this is what you take into next year to do things differently. So maybe something new might be, I don't know, starting to say no to things that you do out of obligation or saying no to parts of your business that don't feel right anymore. Or it might say, it might be saying yes to other opportunities that really, really are stretch goals for you or feel a little scary or leave you a little breathless. So all these things that we're going to do differently next year, this all comes from intelligence that happened in 2018. Now, all the questions that I asked you in the last segment were really important, but there's three of them, (laughs) three questions that are really, really important. I want to point them out now because you'll have a reflection on all of them, but these ones are really important for you. The first one is a red flag. So one of the questions I asked you was, what sucked your soul? Now, this question is so incredibly important because it's a red flag that if there's something on your list that really sucked your soul, then you have got to sort yourself out. You've got to find a way to either stop doing this, hand it off to someone else, or redirect your energy to another task. Now, I'm going to really, really ask you to pay attention to this question because if you're sick and tired of it now, guess what? If you don't change things and you charge into 2019, then guess what's going to happen this time next year? You're going to be really, really suffering and struggling. All right? That was number one, what sucked your soul? The second question that's really, really important to reflect on is... Where did you play small or hold back? Yep, this is a biggie. And this one deserves a lot of attention, a really big deep dive to figure out why, why the heck were you playing small this year? Why were you holding back? I want to know. I want you to get clear on what was causing this. Was it imposter syndrome? Was it particular beliefs that you had? Was it assumptions? Was it a lack of resources, a lack of mentors, a lack of a coach, a lack of accountability in your life? And I want you to make a decision that you're going to do something differently going into this next year. All right? So make this promise to yourself before you set your new goals. Now, the third question that was really, really important to reflect on was... 
What brought you the most joy this year? Think about it. This is the part that really gets you into a state of resonance. What percentage of your time did you spend doing these joyous things? Because I got to tell you, I want you to spend as much time there as possible. Because when you're in your zone of genius doing the things that you love doing, that's when you're the most successful. All right? So this is another great place for reflection is to figure out what brought you the most joy and then look at your schedule and see how much time did I spend doing that? If your joyous activities were only 5-10%, well, that is a huge red flag, all right? So this is the good stuff. This is where I want you to really focus on doing more of, all right? So I'm going to review those three important questions right now. First was, what sucked your soul? Second, where did you play small or hold back? And third, what brought you the most joy? So don't skip over this step. Really, really reflect on all the questions that I asked you, and especially these three ones. They are so important, and you really want to have time to reflect on this before we dive into next week's episode on actually setting goals for 2019. All right, the last part of this reflection phase that we're going to do is a check-in on your core values and your life purpose. Now, in order to truly feel fulfilled with the work that you do, you have to make sure that you're always working in alignment with your core values and you are always on track to fulfill your purpose. If you're not, then you will not feel happy or fulfilled right? Success without fulfillment is failure. That's so important. I'm going to say that again. Success without fulfillment is failure. So staying on track with your goals, with your life purpose, and your core values is easy, right? Not so much. Here's the thing. Sometimes we get really clear on our values, inner purpose, and we just get a nose down to the grindstone and we get off track Or our values shift over the years and we don't take time to recalibrate them. So, guess what? We are going to, as part of this goal setting process, take time to check in and see if your goals are really still in alignment with your core values and with your purpose. So let's start with values. So I always encourage all my clients to know what their top five core values are. I pick five. Five is really intentional because three is never enough. And more than five is too many. You know, we all have hundreds, maybe even thousands of values, things that are important to us. But the challenge is to pick five that are the most important. Things that you will never, ever, ever compromise in your life. And when you know what your values are, it helps you to make decisions easier. It helps you to understand why people really tick you off and drive you crazy. It helps you to understand why there's certain amazing people in your life that you just adore and love spending time with because they share your same common values. So my five core values are freedom, love, risk, growth, and adventure. Now mine shift every couple of years. Uh, I think it was about two years ago that I swapped out one of them 
and made some big shifts in my personal life. And this year, my core values are going to shift again. Now, you can think of this in one of two ways. You can either go through and throw all your values to the side and start the exercise from scratch again. Or you can simply look at your list of five values and say, okay, I know what I want to get out of next year. Are all these five really going to get me there? Or do I need to swap one or two of them out to pull in? It's kind of like going to the bench, right? Going to the bench, picking off something else that is going to really pinch hit and help you get to be where you want to be next year. You can do it either way, whatever feels right for you. And you know, you will know in your gut if one of them feels like it needs to be swapped out. So some of you might be able to do this really easily on your own, which is great. And I also know some of you, my beautiful extrovert friends, you're going to want to do this in the presence of another person because you like to think externally. And so you do your best work when you're in conversation with other people. So again, no right or wrong, just take the time to really check in and see if your values are still on track or whether you need to swap one or two of them out. Okay, I also want to take you through a similar process with your purpose statement. Now, if you're like me, you've had a very busy year and you likely haven't looked at your purpose statement in a while. I know I haven't since we did it last year. So this is a perfect time when you're setting goals for the new year to reread your purpose statement. Does it still feel right? Does it get you excited? Does it feel like it really represents who you are? And most importantly, does it align and support where you want to be next year? Because if it no longer feels right, then maybe you need to tweak your purpose statement. Remember, as you're reflecting on what you did, and especially the things that didn't work in 2018, this is your chance to really decide what you want to be different in 2019. And this is the perfect time to make any tweaks or changes to your core values and your purpose. All right, it's time to start wrapping up this episode. I'm really glad that you are taking the time to reflect on 2018 and really using this intelligence as you look forward into 2019. Remember that quote, that definition of insanity? It's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. But you're not going to do that, are you? You want things to be different, so you're going to do different things. You're going to reflect on what happened this year and then use that intelligence to really consciously make 2019 a year that is more aligned and full of things that you want to do and less obligation. So stay tuned next week, part two of the goal setting process. I'm going to walk you through the process of setting goals and visioneering and how to implement this new plan in a way that is joyous and successful. Remember, you are in the driver's seat of your life. If you want things to be different, this is the perfect time to change them. You and you alone are responsible for your happiness. I'm not responsible for your happiness. No one else, just you. And that is empowering. So I want you to make 2019 your best year ever. It's time to do business in a way that is aligned 
with who you are and what you believe in. 2019 is your chance to let go of obligation, to let go of playing small, let go of those things that suck your soul, let go of making everyone else happy. That is not your job. I know that there is a dream sewn into your heart. It wouldn't be there if you weren't meant to live it. You can do this. You were born for greatness. We all believe in you. I believe in you. So no matter what comes up, always remember, you've got this.